We want to take a minute to thank Shred Claw Apparel for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. Shred Claw Apparel is a brand by guitarists for guitarists. Shred Claw is a one-man shop. They print and ship everything out of their garage in Southern California. So if you need some new shirts, hoodies, or buttons, they got you covered. They feature artwork from super talented artists from all over the world. On stage or in the pit, they've got your back. So go on over to www.shredclaw.com and pick up some sick merch today. And make sure to use our code UnsignedPopPunk20 from now till the end of the year to receive 20% off all apparel. Thank you so much to Shred Claw Apparel for sponsoring this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. Dude, today we had a really fantastic episode. I say this every week. Me or Bear does, but let me tell you. Hold the phone. Hey, hold up. Okay. We had Thomas Ian Nicholas, the icon, <laughs> if you will. Uh, no, fantastic human being. Thomas Ian Nicholas from the American Pie franchise, from Rookie of the Year, from his fantastic music. Honestly, like, went into the super nervous and I told him that. I was like, hey, man, you're freaking Thomas Ian Nicholas. Like, you're, you're the rookie of the year. And he was so warm, so welcoming. I couldn't feel any luckier than I do right now to be able to have spent the time talking to him about music and about movies. And it was just an awesome time. Sometimes you sit back and you just think of like, how did I get here? And this is one of those moments right now for me. This is one of those moments. So sit back and enjoy this show. I know I did. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Podcast about life in the music industry. Today, we have iconic actor, musician, and producer Thomas Ian Nicholas on the show. Thomas is widely known for his roles in the American Pie franchise, Rookie of the Year, and your musical project, the Thomas Nicholas Band. Thomas, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I thought that I was saying, coming onto the show so I could find out where all my friends went, but I don't see any of them in there. Just I mean... Well, they're, they're not, not here, not back, not back okay. there. They're hiding somewhere else. <laughs> they're all sitting on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for being on the show, man. This is super exciting. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah. And thanks for waiting for the song to, to come out first. Um, yeah. You know, I know we, we initially were going to do this. And I was like, well, we should make sure the song's available. Cause you know, people have a hard time searching for it when it is available the, mm -hmm. the, it's definitely gonna suck if it's not out yet so the and when i say new song i mean my newest uh release 1999 featuring bowling for soup the parody of 1985 right. it's uh it's yeah. funny that you actually say that i guess i'll just hop right into it because i have it written down almost word for word you recently released your latest single 1999 which is an american pie parody of bowling for soups 1985 which you recorded with jared 
right? Yes, you correct. You said it much better than I did. I should. I I'm gonna rec- send me that recording so I can use that. You got it. You got. I got you, man. I I have to write it all down and and kind of write it down exactly how I want to say it. <laughs> a good idea. I, it, I should probably start implementing something like that, <laughs> dude. I, I, you got this, man. You, 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 you've got this down way better than I do. Get out of here. So, with that song, like, how, how did the idea for this song come to life? You know, um, I only just met Jarrett last December. Even though <laughs> we're both on the bull, uh, Bowling Pursuit, we're both on the Blues Traveler album, yes. the Moon, that came out in 2015. Uh, he's got two songs on there, and I've got one. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm getting all choked up just talking about Jarrett, my new bestie. Yeah, but yeah, I even found out about this song because we had him on the show like a couple months back, and he had mentioned it. So that you guys were working together, and that's yeah. Super awesome. Jarrett is awesome. We uh, in December we became insta best friends. Understand uh, when I was on his podcast, Jarrett goes to the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we watched American Pie, and afterwards we played an acoustic show, and uh, which he doesn't normally do. But mm-hmm. I was so excited about being <laughs> on a podcast with Jared that I was like, "Got to play a show together, man!" Well, like, yeah, you're Jared Reddick, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so he agreed, and uh, it was just like an acoustic thing. So he starts playing like a few songs in. He starts playing 1985. He gets through the first chorus, and because we just watched American Pie, he goes. And if you've seen Bowling for Soup, they're always like throwing kitschy yep. one-liners out between songs and in the middle of songs. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, we should sing lyrics about American Pie. But I think he was just like saying it like in that moment. Right. It would be funny. And so we tried it and it was funny. And we failed miserably because we were trying like <laughs> off the cuff, you know, it was right. just an idea. But I kind of like took it to heart. And I was like, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And I had seen there was other versions out there. I'm like, but that's a really good idea. Absolutely. So I, I, I dummied up some lyrics, sent him uh, the lyrics the next day, spent like an hour on him. And he goes, oh, that's really funny, man. Like, that would be a funny TikTok. Let's make a TikTok. I go, awesome. And then another month goes by. I, I'm doing a charity event in Baltimore, showing Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. raising money for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. Uh, Jared ended up playing there. I land in Baltimore. He's like, are you in Baltimore? I'm like, yeah, are you in Baltimore? Like, what's going on? So he's like, what are you doing tomorrow night? I'm like, do you need a surprise opener? LOL. Mm -hmm. In case he said no, that you put the LOL in there. Yeah, you have to do the LOL, right. Right, when you're asking someone for like that big of a favor. But then Jared being Jared says yes. Mm -hmm. So I got so amped up about it. I'm in my hotel room. Uh, I just record the TikTok, like unplugged, you know, Fender Stratocaster, Acoustasonic, right. and, you know, like small guitar sound, but I like just throw it out there. It gets a half a million views and Jared's like, okay, man, come to Dallas, let's punch <laughs> up the lyrics and we'll record it. And then I get there and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to, it's just going to be like Bowling for Soup behind you. And then, and Hell then yeah. he's going to sing the backups. And I'm like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> like mind is being blown. And so, yeah, that's, that's what came out. Bowling for soup, jamming it, Jared singing backups, Jared and I writing the lyrics together. And, uh, and at this point now I've, I've surprised their audiences a few times. Yeah. I watched, the, uh, watched a video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see the Chicago house of blues one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
or maybe you saw uh, Maryland. We were back in Silver Springs, Maryland was the first one. Yeah, I, uh, I I happened to be there to see Motley Crue. Okay, at the Nationals, the Washington National Stadium oh, on their yeah. stadium tour, and I looked at the thing. I was I was going to book a show, and I was like, "Hey, man, I see you guys are in like Silver Springs. You know, do you want to like do something fun?" And Jared's like, "I got this. Let me tell you what we're doing." And, and <laughs> that's what we did. It was awesome. That's so I'm so- going to be popping in throughout their tour with Less Than Jake all summer long. You never know what show I'm going to show up at and sing 1999 with the band. Hell yeah. That's awesome. That's like, and Jared's so fun with that sort of stuff, you know, <laughs> just comes oh, up with, yeah. he's, he's an idea guy. He is. He is. He's also like the nicest human being on the planet that I think I've met in like 42 years. Dude, I, I agree. Cause the reason I even met him was because um, there was this like pop punk group on Facebook and he just, apparently randomly joined it and then just started chatting with people in there and like you know he'd comment on people's stuff and everyone's like that's not that's not Jarrett from bowling from soup and he's like for soup and he's like yeah it is and we're like okay fuck you dude whatever and it was him <laughs> it was him the whole time and now like he does so much stuff like within that community and there's so many people just even from that like Facebook group that he's impacted and and done stuff for he's just like that kind of guy and it's awesome and rare to find yeah it is it is very rare and very awesome i agree with both of those sentiments <laughs> so currently i i saw that you're working on your seventh studio album uh it's going to include artists such as Jarrett reddick and tom higginson from the plain white tees and ace enders from the early november are you able to give us a little more insight on that like what's coming what can we get expect um, well, basically, I mean, I've always done collaborations with other artists for mm-hmm. my songwriting and, and, and those have been some of my favorite songs. Um, and so I, I was kind of just trying to figure out, cause I did five original albums. Album six was the frat party album, which, which was is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. All the covers <laughs> of my favorite songs from the American pie movies. In like, fact, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say like when I originally like stumbled on stifler's mom just sent me like i just thought it was so fucking funny like i'm like that this was, is great that was when i when i opened up for jared and rob in baltimore i like was backstage i was like so are you guys gonna play stifler's mom tonight because like or, St- or stacy's mom tonight because i know you guys did a cover of that and it's like a pretty big deal mm-hmm. and so uh i was like he goes no no no, we're not gonna play it tonight you can play stifler's mom he goes just <laughs> he goes just do me a favor he goes, I go, yeah. He goes, just tell everyone that you're doing a cover of Bowling for Soup, <laughs> the song you know they wrote. And they'll they'll get the inside joke because obviously people for years thought that they wrote Stacy's mom right. since the song sounded so much like them. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so the, the Frat Party album was that and then other songs from the American Pie soundtrack albums. So I've been trying to figure out like, man, what am I going to do for my seventh album during the the lockdown period of time, I wrote like nine, wrote and released nine singles. Mm-hmm. I was trying because everyone's like, albums are dead. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try yeah. my hand at singles. You know, I'm working remotely, whatever. Right. So I did that and I was like, okay, I'll just put them all together and that'll just be an album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, I don't know. They kind of came, people liked them. They were singles, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I released the last single whatever it takes in august last year 
And I was talking with, uh, with Ace Enders, who had just, uh, he came and played my, my do-over 40th at the Viper Room. And then some, it was a surprise to bring the whole band. So it ended up becoming an early November show That's awesome. uh, at my birthday, <laughs> which you know, they couldn't advertise it that way. So it was just advertised as Ace, but we always knew it was going to be the full band. Dude, that's um, tight though. That's so great. Yeah, it was it was cool. <laughs> um, and we met ironically at a festival that apparently um Jarrett was at, but he was up with people on vacation. Okay. Um, and I didn't know him then. This is like 2000, you know, 14 or whatever, 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um total side note, I know I'm tangenting. In any case, no, that's good. It's good. Keep it up. <laughs> in any case, uh Ace hit me up after I released that song, and he goes, Hey man. I see where you're going with your songs right now and I want to write with you. So that song caught his attention. So it wasn't until about January, I got booked uh, for a few things over in, uh, in, in New Jersey that I was like, Hey man, I'll come early and then let's, you know, see what we can do. So we, I went there in January, we wrote this killer new tune Mm -hmm. uh, called wrong side parentheses, letting go. Because, you know, I've always wanted to have a song with a parenthesis or parenthetical. Why not? They're it's great. my first one. Yeah, there so you go. <laughs> it's, it's the idea that I think what will happen is it will be similar. I don't know. I'm not really sure who's playing on it. We've only demoed it up, but the song's all written. Ace will sing backups on it. We're not going to do like the duet thing where we're each taking lines. But it's because it's going to be a Thomas Nicholas band release, mm-hmm. but written with Ace. And then Ace will you know, like I said, sing on it. I'm not sure who's, who's playing, whatever. So then when I went, I know I just repeated myself twice. Like there's an echo in here. I don't know what's going on. You're good at that echoing stuff. I didn't write this shit down. That's what happened. Well, I was just going to say, you know, you're a professional with your hen, hen, re, re, you know, Roman Gardner stuff, you know? Hen, re, Roman Gardner. See? Yeah. You're you're a pro with the echo. I'm a, I'm a pro echoer uh, and a, and, and a multiple repeater. (laughs) Um, so when I went to, went to Dallas to write, uh, the lyrics, the punch up the lyrics for 1999, uh, the next day, Jared and I wrote a brand new original song, um, which is going to be, which is titled, uh, it's going to be okay. Okay. Uh, which is probably like one of those songs that every time I play it, it feels like a warm hug. And I hope that people get the same vibe when they hear it. It's a killer tune. Again, we haven't even demoed that one, but the song is written. So now I'm like, okay, this should be a thing. Mm-hmm. So why don't I work with people that I've become friends with over the years of touring over the last 10 years and go and collab with them? So I asked, you know, Tom Higginson if he was down. He said he was. Mm-hmm. Just got to find a time when we're both like in the same damn city. Um, yeah. He's, then, he's out in California too, right? Like, yeah, well, he so? goes back and forth between Chicago and Malibu. Chicago. Yeah, okay. so like yeah. every time I'm like, I've got some downtime, I like hit him up. He's like, ah, I'm in Chicago, oh, <laughs> you know? Of course. It's just our, our schedules are not <laughs> aligning. And then uh, and then there's uh, Lit is going to be another one. So awesome. I, I recently became friends with Taylor Carroll, who's been drumming for Lit for the last five years or so. Okay. Uh, I know he's producing like the, the new Mest album. Um, nice. and he's produced some tracks for his girlfriend Diamante. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I really want to write a song with him and, and the other boys from Lit and get, you know, AJ and Jeremy on there and, and Kevin. Um, 
you know, somehow, some way. And mm -hmm. then I think uh, I'm also my best friend is Matt Kennedy, who is in the Dangerous Summer with AJ Perdomo. So I really want to write a song with AJ. Matt and AJ, That'd although they're just about to like go write another record. So I'm like, I keep not aligning with them. So these are my ideas. So I've at least got five for like, I guess you would call it an EP of collab writing of just going and writing songs with these dudes. Right. And at this point, I just don't know when I'm going to write or how I'm going to record it or what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing. Yeah. But that's my seventh album. <laughs> Dude, I love it. Like you, you're like planning it all out and it's a great plan. Like I think like doing a whole album, especially like, especially if it's a whole album, um, you know, with like special guests and stuff. That's just like, that's a, just a fun concept, you know, and, and it, and it, it'll be a fun project to do the whole thing. So all of them are going to be uh, originals then. Yeah. All originals, but, but co-writes with, you know, like I said, friends of mine that are in other, you know, established bands. I want, I've been texting Sean and Nat from 303, but they haven't got back to me yet. <laughs> Sean and Nat, if you're watching Don't give this, up. hit me back. Yeah. If you're watching this, hit me up too. Let's be friends. Uh, <laughs> so, like, so, you know, you've brought up the dangerous summer, plain white tees, early November, bowling for soup. I'm just riffing now uh, in 303. So, if you, is, is like, and lit. The, and lit, yes. So, is like the pop punk scene kind of always been like your jam? Was that, is that like your music genre that you typically will listen to? Yeah. I mean, I, I started out with i mean if we're going back to the originality of you know what i listened to i listened to my mom's collection so i mean it was all like beatles led zeppelin you like know doobie brothers yes the who <laughs> yeah all that stuff um mm -hmm. when i started playing guitar in 94 it was during the grunge era so mm -hmm. my first you know five albums were you know nirvana uh green day blues mm -hmm. traveler weezer uh spin doctors nice and so solid yeah so like that's that's sort of my sound so to mm -hmm. speak but that that goes right in line with with pop punk mm -hmm. the only difference being that and this is sort of how i am i like that sound of the grunge mm -hmm. but i'm an, a very optimistic energetic person so my grunge sounds like pop punk <laughs> <laughs> nice that's a that's a good way to describe it too and uh, like, and that, you know, when you listening to like your songs and stuff, I, I definitely think like that encapsulates it. You definitely, you know, describing it that way. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And then obviously like, well, speak of that festival that I met Ace Enders that I didn't know Jarrett was at with people on vacation. Mm -hmm. um, the, 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 it was weird because it was, uh, it was hit the deck in Bristol and Nottingham over in the UK. And I remember walking around and it's like full on, you know, just like, I, I obviously don't look very pop punk. I have no tattoos. I don't <laughs> wear my earring anymore. That's it. That was, you know? that was the thing. It's the tattoos. You got yeah. sleeve, got sleeve it up. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, I, I, you know, then I met Ace Enders and I was like, well, here's a dude. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look like the other dudes. He doesn't have tattoos. He's no. not sleeved up, you know? So I'm like, oh, so it's okay. But that's the thing about pop punk. Everyone's so accepting. Exactly. That, 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 and then there was this sort of like synonymous thing that I didn't really think about when I started playing in, in more of those scenes was the soundtrack of American Pie. 
Oh, yeah. I was never like, oh, I should sound like that because of those films. I just did. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until 2015 that I put it together Dude. in my brain when when people were like, you know, what are you doing here? Like, I love those movies. I'm I'm into this music because of those films. And it was mm-hmm. this this sort of symbiotic relationship. I was like, oh, well, I'm I'm already gravitated toward what I'm already kind of aligned with. It just right. all made sense. I mean, basically the American Pie movies, and this is just realistic and and what so many people have even said it, that I've ever taught that I've talked to is like the American Pie movies is is literally pop punk in movie form. It <laughs> I mean it it just is, you know. Uh I mean, and even in the the first one, you know, he had Blink 182 in it. Uh and you know that that's about as pop punk as it gets right there oh no doubt no (laughs) doubt and at the time like that's that's one of the i get i get a little bit of heat on tiktok for my (laughs) chorus line of uh blink 182 is new uh when i'm singing 1999 Mm -hmm. but they were they were because that's the point you're singing about 1999 right even though they had been a band since 95 enema of the state came out around the same time as American right. Pie and therefore they were new. They and so. they, like they were new to the heat they were getting like especially like they were they were newly like popular. Well, I just remember when we were shooting American Pie, one of the executives from Universal came and dropped off Dude Ranch in our trailers. That's my favorite. And one. she and she gave me this note. She goes, "They're going to do this cameo in this film and they are the next Green Day." And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I obviously at the time I was like, I love Green Day. Cool. Like, I'll check this out. I remember I went to set. I was already wrapped, a picture wrapped, but I went to set on the last day just so I could like meet these guys. Mm-hmm. And then I think I maybe got drunk on Jaeger, but that's a different story <laughs> entirely. One I hope one day I can hear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I Dude Ranch, I mean, that was my first like, Re- I mean, I listened to Green Day and stuff like that, obviously. And then um, Offspring, who's, you know, was pop punk as well. Oh, dude, Offspring was my first concert. Nice. Mine was New Kids on the Block. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm so proud of that. So <laughs> like, here's, here's a crazy, here's a crazy story. Like, so I remember uh, I used to DJ with my, my brother. Mm-hmm. doing like uh bar and bat mitzvahs and weddings i mean if you know that's why like tiffany haddish wrote about me in her book because she used to work for my brother okay and you know so we we worked together like way way back when but i remember i was djing actually it was my me and my brother djing our other brother's wedding and one of his friends went to the car and he came and he goes you gotta play this song <laughs> it was like it was almost like 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 back to the future you know like now listen to this yeah and he brought like smash in from his car which my brother didn't have and we played you know keep them separated oh, nice. on the dance floor and i was like dude i have to have this album and then i became like a huge offspring fan so much so mm-hmm. that i went to see them it was the k-rock uh like show at the whiskey which i'm playing okay. at um in a few thursday. days yeah thursday uh and so is that the whiskey and i'm in the mosh pit i'm 15 and then i pretty much like from there i went and got like 
extensions and yes dread. like i got dexter's hair but not blonde in yes. my color be better if it was blonde the, though just went full went to, into it no i didn't go full blonde <laughs> my hair is so dark it's like i'm i'm later on i bleached my hair and i'm i've still got like like the burn marks from it man my hair is so dark going blonde hurts no you know what i i know how that feels because when i had hair i did that and now i i don't have it it's gone um it's because i bleached it all the time uh <laughs> so don't it's not worth it it's not worth it it's not worth it <laughs> so uh, yeah so i went to the almost acoustic christmas looking like dexter holland that is incredible that is incredible i'm i'm proud i'm really proud of I, that i have a picture somewhere of me somewhere <laughs> not here <laughs> Well, that's got to be seen at, at least just to me. Um, <laughs> so we talked a b- little bit about your, uh, your, your music career. And I know you ask these type of questions all the time, probably. But as someone who grew up, you know, watching Rookie of the Year and the American Pie movies and seeing the cult following for them continue to grow over the years, what, what was it like to be a part of those beloved movies? You know, it's crazy because I, I never would have thought that Rookie of the Year would have the the shelf life that it does, um, yeah. with you know our generation showing it to the next gen to their kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I've showed it to my kids, but I mean, that's me my too. Movie. Uh, but I that's, actually that's what I, I mean. Like, I told my son that I was interviewing, you know, the the rookie of the rookie of the year, and he was like, "What?" He's like the, and I'm like, "Yeah, man," and he's like dad you're like really cool i'm like no 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 i'm not cool he's cool and i'm gonna talk to him <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing I, yeah like i said i i never would have thought that it would have this like you know this, this longevity and that it would still that kids even today i mean it's amazing that with the speed of the film there's some slower moments it's not mm-hmm. that fast pace it's not you know that that newer entertainment and that I'm still meeting like 10 year olds and five year olds that are like just loving this thing. Right. So that's just, that's just amazing. Um, and then, you know, American Pie is the same thing. I never would have thought that, you know, we were going to do four movies or, you know, that it would be, you know, a $2 billion franchise. Right. Who knew? I didn't know. <laughs> I, maybe I knew. I put it in my contract. I said, yeah. uh, I'll it has only to do be this movie. Four, mu- four movie franchise. Yeah, well, the, you know, I, I blew it because I should have said five movie franchise so that we could do the fifth one. So I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't win them all. And who who knows? Maybe at some point, you know, you can do like American, American Pie in like the nursing home. Oh, that, that one, I, got, I got the dibs on that one. It's American Geriatrics. Yes, I was going to say it could be kind of like um, Grumpy Old Men. Yes. But American Pie version. I can definitely see Stipler in the old folks' home, but this time he's the grandma in the closet. <laughs> uh, I, he would, he would I mean, definitely I'm, be the, the he would be the old guy with like the twenty year olds. I love it. Yes, I'm. Uh, just so you know, like uh, if you Kickstarter it, uh, I'm at least throwing in twenty bucks. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, with that, you've had like an extensive acting career, working on both movies and TV shows, and to, like to just name a few. Your most recent film, Adverse, and then Halloween Resurrection, A Kid in King Arthur's Court, 
Living Among Us, Baywatch, and Part- Party of Five, and Red Band Society. Aside from your roles in American Pie and Rookie of the Year, what Rookie of the Year? What would you say are some of your favorite roles that you've played? Um, well, starting with the the most recent Adverse is one of my favorite roles that I've portrayed to date. Uh, it's very different from me, and um, you know, working with Mickey Rourke was uh, really intense. Yeah, and and awesome. Um, and I produced the film as well. Mm-hmm. So Lionsgate put it in theaters last year and now it's streaming on, you know, iTunes and Amazon. Prior to that, I would say my favorite role was in Rules of Attraction. Okay. Um, which I've actually, that was my, I've done three Jarrett Goes to the Movie podcasts now. Nice. Now that we're, now that we're besties. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did, so we did American Pie rules of attraction and rookie of the year okay uh and i mainly talked him into american or into rules of attraction because working <laughs> with roger avery who you know wrote pulp fiction with tarantino and came yeah. up in the video store circuit with you know with tarantino yeah that was that was an amazing amazing film experience and my first time getting to do dramatic improv okay see so like you see you 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 don't need the script. You've got the improv stuff, man. You don't need the script. I need the script. Improv's not my strong suit. <laughs> well, but it's always the it's always the thing when you're talking about like the newest thing you've done mm-hmm. that I like. I I'm not succinct <laughs> in how I talk about it. I can sure. talk about like shit I've done 20 years ago, and I can be like, <laughs> I got my quips down, man. I've been like delivering them for a while. Exactly. But the single just came out like you know two weeks ago, so I'm like. <laughs> Tell us how it came about. I'm like, um, I played a guitar. It it's on the internet. Oh, yep. <laughs> That's it's a, on the TikToks. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys TikToks, right? On in that face page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I mean, that's, I'm more. Don't go. Listen, listen, bro. I'm I'm adding you to my MySpace top eight. Okay. Yes. Fun. Yes. Dude, MySpace. Maybe- I wish we still had MySpace, but maybe even my Friendster top eight. Stop it. <laughs> that's a, that's enough out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I miss dude, MySpace was so great though. Like what a game changer. And then and then to like be like taken over kind of like by Facebook that didn't ever like do the same thing. Right. Well, there's, there's no, there's no real music element. You know, TikTok is the first thing that kind of came around and, and resurged the, the music side of things. I know like you can add music on the stories to to things on Instagram and to your posts and all that stuff. But there's a, there is a viable Mm -hmm. music element to TikTok where it's like, you're just ready to soundtrack any video you make to the point where sometimes I've, posted some stuff on tiktok like when i'm on the road and i'm like why did i don't remember choosing that song (laughs) have you ever done that where you like yeah accidentally put like some really like inappropriate song over something i've done it uh, my tiktoks are just just typically just so cringy it's just like oh i see how old you are and i'm like Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to be hip, guys. Come on. Well, that's all right. I I I spent like a year on TikTok, you know, failing and flailing, and then it, it wasn't until I 
till uh what was it um true barrymore and uh and um my gosh uh alicia silverstone okay Mm-hmm. They did that, like, what's my name video. And that was like my first like viral. Yeah. I did that. And then, and then I did the simple plan one. Nice. Where I, I, I'm just a kid and I turned mm-hmm. into Henry Rowengartner and I was like, I've arrived at TikTok. Now. That was perfect. See, I kind of, I kind of capitalized on something similar. I don't remember what it was though. Um, but it was like one of those, like your name ones. I think the first like, v- like viral ish video I did was I capitalized on like the girls that do like the, uh, the sexy reveals, you know, when they're like, hold up a blanket and then they're like, and then it does the pop and it's like, they're in a bathing suit or something. I did that and I like held it up and then I dropped it. And I was like, no, no, you dirty boy. <laughs> and like <laughs> people thought it was funny. I'm like, you don't want to see what's under here get out of here. so uh, you've worn many hats while working in the entertainment industry from actor producer director and musician what do you feel you enjoy doing the most and is there anything that you haven't done yet that you still wish to do um yeah i mean i i i my favorite part is still being on set Mm -hmm. and whether that's you know on whether I'm producing or acting or both like just the the energy on set is like that's that's my spot that's like where I love to be that's like the equivalent of being in the studio mm-hmm. you know recording an album with the band you know but some people find those moments kind of tedious or boring that I I thrive in that energy in that environment yeah um as far as things that I want to do I've had a a back burner project for a while which is um, a kid's music project that I've had like literally on the back burner for 10 years. My cousin had written a couple of kids songs that first like got me into like writing or first worked with me in writing songs. I wrote my first album sort of half of it with him. Mm -hmm. Um, He's my first collaborator. And I thought, Oh, you know, in honor of his memory, because he, passed from ms like some years ago i was like i should do this kids album and i wrote a few more songs and i was like you know it's gonna be really weird if i release a kids album before i'm a dad so i was like okay i can't work on this until i'm a dad now i have two kids that are 10 Mm -hmm. and 6 and i have not released this well now you don't have time because you have kids (laughs) right now i don't have time because i have kids it's totally true i'm like this would be weird and creepy and now i don't have time Um, yeah see like that's funny that you mentioned that so if you ever need any help you let me know because i i've uh i always thought of i always thought of like once i had kids and stuff i was like how fun would it be because pop punk is you know us kind of older people at least until this recent re-explosion um but i was like i want to make a pop punk kids album you know just like just singing about animal crackers and stuff (laughs) but just i mean being pop punk I feel like that's, you know, Jared Reddick's already with Bowling for Soup kind of already filled that that void with the Phineas and Ferb and Chuck E. Cheese and, you know, all that stuff. That's true, too. That's true. To, to a degree, but not like to the point where he's not singing about crackers. I know, but w- we could. You could. That's what, that's what my, I'm my stuff is more like <laughs> I would I would equate it to like what I sound like, but maybe a little bit in the step in the direction of what jack johnson did for a curious george yes that was a that was a good one 
Yeah. So like, and there's a, there's a, um, a channel out there that has, you know, like a billion followers or a million, millions of followers mm-hmm. called kids TV one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And it's this, this unknown guy named AJ Jenkins, I think from like Canada okay. who does these really catchy songs. I still could sing them to you now. Okay. Um, <laughs> and they're like kind of educational. Like he has like alphabet songs and counting songs and mm-hmm. like shape songs. And it's one of those things where it's not annoying to parents. And that's what I basically just wanted to do. And I wanted to elevate the the animation, although I don't draw and I don't animate. That's really the biggest problem that I have is I have the songs, but I don't do the animation. So that's sure. where I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've gotten a couple of recent, uh, recent connections for that. So I, I've just got to, you know, right now I'm touring like four days a week. I'm not yeah. home. You've got uh, quite the schedule. Yeah, it's it's insane right now to the point where like, and then when I am home, I'm like, here talking with you and my kids are like dad you're just not around well you know well we'll once we're done then it's time to go play yeah time to go play breath of the wild with my kids oh That's... good game though yeah great so game my kid just wants me to watch preston on youtube do you Dude, gotta do that <laughs> my my son my son i think that's i've heard the name uh my son has gotten into Minecraft just in the last like six months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is actually pretty cool. Cause then when he was, especially when they were still kind of like, which we're about to go into another mask mandate here. And what, then when he gets home, he can like go into the worlds with his friends from school yeah. and they can, like, mm-hmm. you know, FaceTime or FaceTime audio each other and talk and like kind mm-hmm. of be in this virtual world. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It is. And there's so much that you can do in that too. Like that's my, my son plays a lot of Minecraft and then just watches people mind what play Minecraft on YouTube. Uh, my, my son does the same. <laughs> the, the weird thing is though, is that my son's following in my footsteps. He's in new girl as his first job as Zoe Dashnell and Jake Johnson's Ooh. flash forward son in the last episode. Okay. He's a small part in adverse. And then he's like the main kid in M night movie, M night Shyamalan's movie old. Oh, but I haven't you know seen what he really. Yet. You know what he really wants to do? Hmm. Start a fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> Get it, man. Like, Get that content creation. I know, but like, who do you think is going to be tech support? I don't have time for that. I don't have time to run a YouTube channel that's not you even have mine. to make time, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> But I also get like weirded out. Like I run his socials and okay. I just get weirded out by like him kind of being out there sure. like that. I know it's, it can be very lucrative and I know there's a lot of kids doing it. I guess you could turn the comments off. Yeah, you can, you know, but then, I mean, are you really a YouTuber if you, if your comments are turned off? No, you got to see all, all you got to see it. It's like, that's like your reviews nowadays, you know, that's right. You know, you don't, it doesn't come in a paper or magazine anymore. You got to look at your comments. Right. So before we move on to our next segment, I got just one more quick question for you. If you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew, like when you were first starting out and that can be whichever you prefer, like music or, or acting, what would it be? Uh, well, in music, it would be practice the scales, you dummy. <laughs> I, I got so bored with scales. I don't know my scales. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I got so bored with that, that now, like, 
I am a great rhythm player, but yeah. I might, I cannot play lead. Oh, dude. I feel that I can rhythm the heck out of anything. Yeah. All rhythm all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all night. Not happening. Yeah. Leads not happening. And I, I really equate that to how much I really dislike scales. Dude. Cause it's boring. It's like school. Mm. Yeah. Music's not supposed to be school. It's supposed to be rock and roll. Exactly. So yeah, I would say do the scales do the scales that's good that you know and that and you're you're the first guest to to give like that bit of advice so i mean there's so much advice out there and it's it's wild like that almost everyone can give a completely different one and we haven't had that one yet (laughs) so that's awesome on that note we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back Hey, just popping in here to say thank you to The Merch Shop for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. The Merch Shop is made by artists for artists. The Merch Shop offers physical ad space in a retail environment to help extend the reach of artists. Sell your merch, art, concert tickets, and even your own clothing brands through their physical and online store. In today's age, Artists are expected to do way more than just be creative musically. And just like us here at Unsigned Pop Punk, the merch shop wants to be part of the movement that helps push new bands to achieve success in the modern music industry. They want to help people be able to follow their dreams and make them a reality. Helping up and coming bands get their name out there with exclusive merch designs and promotions. For more info, visit their website at www.themerchshop.co. Thank you so much again to The Merch Shop. Now let's get back into the episode. And we're back. Thanks so much, uh, everyone, for listening. Once you got to this point, it's been great so far. Now we're going to hop into the obscure question segment. Uh, And they're they're really not that wild. Sometimes they get wild. Not this one. Not this one. No. It's the the very lightly obscure question. Lightly obscure, because sometimes some things can get really, um, like I I had, we had a question on on an episode that was about, you know, I was just like, hey, do you think dinosaurs were real? I was just being a goofball. Um, and then it kind of went sideways because, you know, somebody was saying, nope, I don't think so. And that kind of concerned me like a lot. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so <laughs> with that being said, and since that was my There was never bear, any dinosaurs roaming this flat earth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Okay, <laughs> first question: What is <laughs> what is your favorite late night snack while on the road? Oh, while on the road, mm-hmm. I don't really get late night snacks on the road. I get late night snacks when I'm at home. <laughs> See, I'm used to you know touring and driving to the next place, and you're like, "Well, I'm up all night, so I need something." I mean, or you can be it could be your late night snack period then. I mean, if I'm on the road, then, you know, the only place that's ever open late night is, uh, is Taco Bell. Yes. So what's your Taco Bell order then? Oh, it's so, it's so like, well, the problem is they don't have the tostada anymore. (laughs) Okay. They discontinued the tostada, which is, it's a very sad day because that was always like one of my go-tos. It was one tostada, two crunchy regular tacos and two Mm -hmm. bean burritos. 
that that was my thing. So now I have to have a folded tostada known as a third taco. Oh, okay. I'm a uh, what is it? The cheesy gordita crunch kind of guy. There I like you go. that one. That one or or the uh the Doritos Locos taco. I like that flavor blast, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be just kicked in the face with flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next question. This one kind of my brain went a little, you know, on a journey here. Uh, if technology suddenly just went all down and we reverted back to the early 1800s. Now, I did a little research while doing this to find okay. out like when, like, what, well, did we have radio? No, not yet. No, we had no radio. We had no lights yet. So if we reverted back to the early 1800s technology technologically speaking you know what would you spend your free time doing i mean so you'd have everything else just not the technology well i mean we don't have we don't have anything else we don't even have a refrigerator (laughs) well it's true but i mean like you've got the latest you've got like books you got the da vinci code you could read that (laughs) you know my son (laughs) read the harry potter uh book series like all seven books it's seven books right eight movies seven yep. books seven books yeah he read four, that when we when we went eight, actually no it's seven it's seven there's a they there's made the, the last one into two movies yeah but what i was gonna say there's technically like the the eighth book which oh. is the cursed child which was like a play i only right. know that because i had it and I read it. Yeah, my son was just talking about that recently. It's I don't not know. A, He's like asking me to buy it for him. I mean, it's a tough read. My daughter yeah, did not I, didn't like it because there's a script. He'd probably do it. When I tell you this, he was eight turning nine when we went to the Dominican to shoot old. Mm-hmm. And so we got him the book series, you know, mm-hmm. as like a like, hey, this is something to do while you're traveling. Right. He read all seven books in less than two weeks. Dude, I can't read a book in that many time in that much time <laughs> during the two and a half months that we were there i read one and a half of the books so i feel you dude i that kudos i am such a slow reader i think the fastest i ever read a book was i read i think i was like 16 and i read sphere by michael crichton in a weekend because I just, that's all I did though. Right. Oh yeah. But, but see, books are wild for me. Like I remember, man, 15 years ago, I read this like book about a magician. I mean, it was Carter the Great. Okay. And I was dreaming about this stuff. Like I was like waking (laughs) up in the middle of the night, like, like talking about the characters in the book. When I read a book, like I get involved. You're just immersed into it. Yeah, kind of like like similar to how people binge watch a Netflix series. Yeah. When I get fully in, into a book, I can't do other stuff. Okay. I like all, <laughs> I want all my time to be like I need to I need to get into this book and then I'm like thinking and then I'm talking to people about the book that aren't reading the book and they're just looking at me like what are you even talking about? <laughs> and then I'm over explaining it and yeah, I'm 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 a nut job when it comes to reading a book what would i do in my free time i would do what i don't have the time to do now which is sit around with my friends drinking beer and playing guitar Mm. 
That's a good one. I, for a second there, I thought it was going to go a different direction, just sitting with your friends, drinking beer and playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but that's never, just that's where my brain went. That are video games, but yeah. But, but you can't like, play video games. I, we don't got it. Right. We don't have video games. But so but did we had guitars, though. <laughs> we did. Well, I mean, we still do. I mean, you got acoustic. Yeah, I mean, because it's we're not going back to only things from the 1800s. We just don't have the technology. Right, right. We, so now we just have this this closet that was once known as a fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's extra pantry space. It's your ha- it's your hat box. It's for your hats. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps them nice and dark. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay <laughs> if you can i wouldn't do... want to wear a hat that i put in the fridge that suddenly lost electricity p.s well i hope it's clean right you know what that fridge is gonna smell like you ever you have, have you ever smelled a fridge that smelled <laughs> good that was turned no. off no you know what that's fair that's fair because you know yeah it, they never every time good. i've moved you're like i'm gonna take the fridge and then you're like, we should get a new one. That's true. You know, I think that the best uh, the best use I've seen from a like a not working fridge um, is you know when Indiana June, Jones used it you know to avoid a nuclear bomb. Uh, <laughs> yes, because <laughs> that's In realistic. The town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's yeah. real. He did that. That's practical effects. Totally. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> If you could do anything you wanted with no responsibilities and no, nothing would go wrong, what does the perfect day look like to you? Hmm. Man. It's been a long time since I've been bored. <laughs> yeah, I, think... I want you to think back to a time when you could be bored. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, I, I want to be bored again. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's it. We're like, where then the day just randomly happens. You know, you you're you you end up spending too much time this way. You forget to like, oh, we should probably have eaten three hours ago. Like, or we did, okay. we we went here, or you know, all those things, mm-hmm. all the stuff that used to happen as when in my youth when I was bored. Oh yeah, dude, I haven't been bored in forever. So like, that would be the perfect day is to get to the point of my. In in my day, where I became bored. Yeah. Do you remember? Like, I don't know if you. Do you ever remember like just bumming around the mall? Dude, that would be like that was cool. Or, or bumming around the when when you go buy like one movie ticket, and then you just spend all day at the theater. Yeah. And watch like five movies that you mm-hmm. didn't pay for. Yeah. And just eat popcorn and get free refills. You buy one popcorn, <laughs> get free refills all day. Buy one drink, get free refills all day. Buy one movie ticket, get five movies all day. I just, I just like, cause I used to, I love when you, you were younger and everybody had like, like all your friends had jobs and, and like, or like their first job. So like if they're at the mall and worked in the food court or something, you know, and you just be able to go bounce around to all your friends, you know, that was great. I remember that. <laughs> now you can't just go to your friend's work and hang out yeah well now now, for a while we just couldn't go anywhere well fair very fair (laughs) so 
that is the last question in the obscure questions segment. All we have left now is rapid fire questions. And this is this is really easy because you're just gonna speak from the heart, shoot from the hip, you know, whatever, whatever's the first thing that pops into your brain. What if I what happens if I speak from the hip and shoot from the heart? Then we have to redo it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Mario or Luigi? Mario. I'm waiting for the people to go Luigi. Luigi, he fights ghosts, man. Yeah. He's a ghost hunter. Yeah, I didn't like how he jumped in Super Mario 2. <laughs> I think he was like my favorite in Super Mario. Was it, didn't he just kick his legs a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I hated I loved that. it. <laughs> well, then we would have been perfect because I like, I've always liked Luigi, but I am a little brother. So it also could be just the fact that I'm just so used to being Luigi that, <laughs> that now he's just my favorite. Fair enough. So now this one is a little bit different and it's very important. And I do have a lot of faith in you that you've got okay. this. Can you sing me the Bagel Bites jingle? Do you remember it? The Bagel Bites jingle. Yeah, if you don't, I have to sing it. You gotta sing it. I don't. I don't know it. I mean, maybe if I start to hear a, you're a gonna, snippet of it, you're gonna remember it. It's the pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. No, no. Did you grow up in Minnesota? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We got different commercials. You well, guys call bagel soda bites was pop. universal though. Yeah, but you guys call soda pop. I I call it soda. You call it soda? Or is that an Illinois thing? Uh no, I mean I think I think uh most Minnesotans call it pop, but I am a well traveled man. <laughs> someone, someone I mean I, I I'm all about jingles, don't get me wrong. Someone came up to the uh to the table at I was just at San Diego Comic Con. I don't remember what happened, but like they said something and like someone's name was something O'Reilly. And I was like, oh, 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 oh yeah. O'Reilly. Auto parts. Auto parts. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm all about the jingles, but yeah, the bagel mm -hmm. bites I didn't have. Well, see, the thing is, is you sang me a jingle. So you're redeemed. We're good. <laughs> I mean, bagel bites, auto parts, totally redeemable. <laughs> some of those bagels if you cooked them too much tasted like you were eating part of a tire it's true bagel bite did you ever have bagel bites of course yeah okay all right now so now here's the thing my my aunt uh on my mom's side my mom's sister was a great cook so we used to go there for the holidays they made their own and they called them pizza bites okay and they were delicious. And they were on just like, a, instead of a bagel, like a mini bagel, which is really hard, which is why I say like eating a tire if you oh, overcook absolutely. them. Absolutely. So it was like on a French baguette, like little tiny slices. Ooh, that's fancy. And then just like the the goop, but it was like pizza sauce and Velveeta. Oh, dang. Yeah. Pizza bites. That sounds good. See, when I, when I was a youthful lad, 
I just used to make nachos in the microwave. <laughs> I don't know if you ever did that, but you know, you know, you get the chips, just pour it on a plate and then just put some craft singles on top, microwave it. My, my go-to at get home from school in elementary school uh, dish was a highfalutin top ramen. So I would take the top ramen, right? Mm -hmm. Get that all boiled out, drain that water out, mix in the, you know, the, the, the spices mm -hmm. and then add canned chicken, chicken of the sea. So then okay. it was a, a chicken pasta dish. Nice. Was, I was I was quite the chef at ten. I I can see that. See, my my go to one was not it, it, very healthy. My mom used to get um, waffles from like Sam's Club or Costco, and it, like just one of those big wholesale places. And so we'd have these massive amount of like Eggo waffles, and I used to take four waffles and put one chocolate chip in each syrup trap <laughs> and then i'd microwave it because microwaving is what i did when i was a kid <laughs> okay here's here's one for you favorite cold fridge snack that you would eat as a kid like let's say like you know seven eight nine in that in that realm right mm -hmm. that wasn't supposed to be eaten cold gosh I don't... Do you remember those hot dogs that had the cheese in the center? Oh, <laughs> those are great cold, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> my friend got me into eating. Did you ever get the cans of corned beef hash? No, no. So... I was all about the canned chicken. <laughs> the corned beef hash. You could. They still make it. But a friend of mine used to like just open up the can and you're supposed to like fry it and stuff, you know? Nope. That was a that was another microwavable treat. Just microwave that. <laughs> just not in the can. No, not in the can. No, you put that in a bowl. You put that in a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Two more rapid fire questions. Gwen Stefani or Haley Williams? Gwen Stefani. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No doubt, man. We probably wouldn't even have Paramore if it wasn't for No Doubt. I mean, you know, I I still, I, I mean, I, I probably listened to Return to Saturn for at least six months in my car when, it, when I first got it. That's a great album. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like a, I'm a tragic kingdom through and through. Like, I mean, it's just it still slaps. I mean, it is it's a good, yeah. one. good one. Last one. Oh, wait, it's not the last one. It just cut my page off. Hard shell tacos or soft shell tacos. And I think you already answered this. Well, I mean, yeah, it's uh, but I, yeah, it's hard shell. I like the crunch. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good thing. Uh, I like hard shell. I'm a, I prefer soft shell tacos, but to be honest, like I don't, crave soft shell tacos like i'll be like oh it's what i prefer but there are times when like i'm dying dying for a hard shell taco so i just had this one in rochester where my cousin lives and it's a mm -hmm. guy who's from la had a food truck i'm forgetting the name uh but they do taco tuesdays at flower city station where I, my band plays mm -hmm. it was not the four inch you know like tapas taco 
yeah. shelf, but the six inch. Okay. Two of them, cheese melted in between the two tortillas mm-hmm. and all the meat inside. It, it made me almost want to like prefer a soft shell. That one. That one gets a chef's kiss, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm ever in the area, I'm going to have to try that. Last question now. Some 41 or yellow card? You know, this is this is a tough call because I, I do like Ryan as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I, you know, but I'm more of a Some 41 guy. I mean, I did cover In Too Deep on the Frat Party album. You did. That you did. See, I did. the thing is, is when I come up with like these questions, and now it's not like a which one sucks question. Like, they're both No, no. They're both just, that was great. just a tough. Yeah. That's just a tough call. Because like, you know, I've not met Derek, but I have, you know, I remember there's a one story in, in particular, because I didn't actually know who Yellow Card was offhand until my like 13 year old like cousin was walking with me. We were in Vegas. I had just played like an acoustic show at the House of Blues. And so we're walking through the casino with my family and my little cousin goes, oh my God, it's Ryan Key from Yellow Card. And I was like, what, where, who, huh? Who? And I just like walked up to them and I was like, hey man, will you take a picture with my cousin? And, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, and she was freaking out. And they were so cool. And then they like kind of were like, wait, aren't you? And they were like, you're, but and, and it was just like this funny moment of how we met. I, I think that's fantastic. Cause like it, at playing that in my head, just having you run up to them and asking like, Hey, can you know, can you take a picture? And they're like, yeah, can you take a picture with us then? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's, what's that? <laughs> I said, it's a picture trade. Yeah. Let's Can we do, can we uh, trade some pictures? <laughs> Could you imagine? If I just walked up, hey guys, I'll do a picture with you if you have a picture with my cousin. Yeah, yeah, I'll take. Don't, like, don't you know who I think I am? You know, you know who I am. Come on, let's don't be silly. You know who I am. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> totally my mo. I definitely just walk around saying you you already know. Well, I thought because that's what I do, um, and I just because I I saw Wayne Gretzky once like at the Mall of America, and I walked up to him. I was like, you know who I am. <laughs> actually no that interaction was significantly different um it was me screaming great one at the like across the mall because it was a long time ago uh and i ran up to him and i said thank you for hockey uh and then i ran away scared <laughs> that i just w- w- brushed graces with the greatest hockey player of all time Probably my my funniest interaction recently was uh, from a kid who didn't know who I was, but I was I was wheeling a case that had my band name on it, Thomas Nicholas Band, mm-hmm. uh, through like an airport. So I'm waiting for my my guitar player to pick me up, and uh, and this kid comes up. He goes, "Hey man, uh, I saw your name on your case, and I googled you, and I saw you had a Wikipedia page. That's pretty cool. I just wanted to say hi." And then I was like, hi. And then he's like, okay, well, it was nice to meet you. Then he walked away. That was it. Oh, no. And then he did also say, and I saw you worked with Mickey Rourke. That's pretty cool, too. And that was, those were the things. And I, and I was waiting for the, and I was like, I had taken a red eye. I looked like crap. 
And like I was, I was like, but I'll, you know, he like made the time. Then he just like, nice to meet you. And he just took off. And I almost was like, but don't you want to take a picture? <laughs> I prepped myself mentally for to take a picture. You take my picture with, Here, with but me. Can I just take a picture of you so I can tell everyone this story? <laughs> Absolutely. Like I'm, you didn't know that it was the Wikipedia page that really did it for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, you can't just go and create one. It's not it's not a YouTube channel. It's not a Facebook page. It's it's you true. Will, you, you can go create one and you will be thrown off of it tomorrow by mm-hmm. all of the, you know, Wikipedia aficionados. Mm-hmm. It's true. Cuz they've got nothing else to do but to look up if Patrick Turnowski has his Wikipedia page. They're like, I've been waiting for this day. Been you, waiting. You know, you're, been you're not even allowed to you can't even edit no. your own page. Yeah, I know. I don't think I don't know I want, anything about Wikipedia, but like I, I don't think I deserve a Wikipedia page as of yet. Maybe I, next year. I once went on there to like just correct a misspelling and I mm-hmm. got like like reported for for being <laughs> for being me, just correcting like a misspelling of like my mom's name, you know. Yeah, like, hey, you knock that off. <laughs> get get off of here. I right. know who you are. <laughs> you can't touch your own page. I will correct this for you. you come to me for corrections. Yep. That's how Wikipedia works. Oh, you got to be careful. They're angry. And then, and then every year you get asked for a dollar. Yeah, or more. <laughs> no, the, the, the founder's like, uh, now's that time of year again. If you could just help us keep going by giving us one dollar. Yep. No, I see it. I see it all the time. Isn't it like, yeah, I don't know. It's a, that's, that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I broke there apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's it, man. Like you finished the podcast. You did it. Now's your chance to let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you. What's next. Um, yeah. My, uh, my social handles are, are pretty easy. My name's too damn long for, social media handles so i go by the acronym tin band t-i-n-b-a-n-d and that's on you know my web that's the website name instagram tiktok facebook youtube snapchat uh wherever whatever twitter (laughs) i mean i must be missing something but if you're searching my music you gotta search thomas nicholas band Mm -hmm. otherwise you'll never find me apparently um (laughs) (laughs) And uh, as far as upcoming projects, we've already talked about my writing for the seventh album. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just uh, just got the, the funding for a development on a new project. I can't say too much about it, but we're, we're developing a project for a studio, a feature film. Nice. Um, that will be kind of a new one, kind of like action, maybe an element of superpowers, but it's not like a Marvel thing. Um, Okay. in any way shape or form but it it could be it could be its own franchise um you know so that's that and then there's the other crime dramas that i'm producing that are also similar to adverse so all right, um, right a couple on. of them are getting off the ground here pretty soon and there's a couple tv shows and i you know i don't know between my kids my music and my films <laughs> i basically just drink a lot of coffee nice i don't that's- ever sleep that's that's good that's you know you gotta get that coffee is it is it the death wish coffee because that's like the most caffeinated coffee in the world apparently 
No, but apparently, like, I've got, I think I've got a problem. I drink, <laughs> I, I drink anywhere between five to nine double shot americanos a day. All right, get it. Um, and it, it's it's Holler Mountain, uh, Stump Stumptown. Okay, okay. That's, what, that's my go-to. I have, I I've have a, a super super automatic espresso machine. So, um, yeah, it's my. That's my my vice for sure. Coffee is the vice. Do you take your coffee uh, with creamer or just black? Just black like my soul. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't fit you. Not black. Told you I'm into grunge rock, man. I know, but but you're also so happy. <laughs> I know. That's that that's why that's why when like I told you before, when I play grunge, it sounds like pop punk. See, there you go. Well. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Podcast about life in the music industry. We'll see you next Monday. How's it going, everybody? We just want to finish off this video by thanking our sponsor, Affiant Records. Affiant Records is a boutique rock, alternative metal, and pop-punk record label dedicated to supporting bands' growth and artist development. Founded by music industry attorney William J. Metzger, Affiant Records operates global marketing and distribution for talented and accomplished artists, bands, and musicians. To find your new favorite bands, keep in touch by following Affiant Records on social medias at Affiant Records. To learn even more, visit www.affiantrecords.com. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsigned pop punk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.